Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy with Living on God's Word. Today we're going to be reading Philippians chapter 1 from the Jesus Bible NIV edition. We'll review key takeaways and then end our session with a short prayer. Philippians 1, Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus, to all God's holy people in Christ Jesus at Philippi, together with the overseers and deacons, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Thanksgiving and prayer. I thank my God every time I remember you in all my prayers for all of you. I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. It is right for me to feel this way about all of you, since I have you in my heart, and whether I am chains or defending and confirming the gospel, all of you share in God's grace with me. God can testify how I long for all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. And this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight, so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. Paul's chains advance the gospel. Now I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that what has happened to me has actually served to advance the gospel. As a result, it has become clear throughout the whole palace guard and to everyone else that I am in chains for Christ. And because of my chains, most of the brothers and sisters have become confident in the Lord and they're all the more to proclaim the gospel without fear. It is true that some preach Christ out of envy and rivalry, but others out of goodwill. The latter do so out of love, knowing that I am put here for the defense of the gospel. The former preach Christ out of selfish ambition, not sincerely, supposing that they can stir up trouble for me while I am in chains. But what does it matter? The important thing is that in every way, whether from false motives or true, Christ is preached, and because of this, I rejoice. Yes, I will continue to rejoice, for I know that through your prayers and God's provision of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, what has happened to me will turn out for my deliverance. I eagerly expect and hope that I will in no way be ashamed, but will have sufficient courage, so that now, as always, Christ will be exalted in my body, whether by life or by death. For to me, to live is Christ, and to die is gain. If I am to go on living in the body, this will mean fruitful labor for me. Yet what shall I choose? I do not know. I am torn between the two. I desire to depart and be with Christ, which is better by far. But it is more necessary for you that I remain in the body. Convinced of this, I know that I will remain, and I will continue with all of you for your progress and joy in the faith so that through my being with you again, your boasting in Christ Jesus will abound and account for me. Life worthy of the gospel. Whatever happens, conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. Then, whether I come and see you, or only hear about you in my absence, I will know that you stand firm in the one spirit, striving together as one for the faith of the gospel, without being frightened in any way by those who oppose you, this is a sign to them that they will be destroyed, but that you will be saved, and that by God, for it has been granted to you on behalf of Christ, not only to believe in him, 
but also to suffer for him, since you are going through the same struggle you saw I had, and now hear that I still have. This is the end of the reading. Paul, in his letter to the Philippians, is conveying the message that when we suffer, it does not mean that God has abandoned us. It does not mean that we're not under God's cover. It quite the contrary. When Jesus came, he suffered for all of us. He bore the sins for our salvation. So we are called to walk in Jesus' footsteps. We are called sometimes to a life uh, where we may suffer. But if we do it to glorify the Father, to glorify our Father through our lives, the way we live it, then it will be a life worth living. So Paul points to his life, that he has suffered and endured a tremendous amount, all in the sake of the gospel. So Paul tries to give them the central message, which is that in his life he has been through needs and he has been through times of plenty. But he's learned the secret of being content in any and every situation. And whether he's well-fed or he's starving, whether he's got a lot or is lacking everything, he realizes that he can do all things through him who gives him strength, which is God. So let us pray. Father God, thank you for this amazing message that you bring to us through your word in the Bible, through Paul, through the church of Philippi, that you teach them and teach us that we can do all things through you, that to suffer on this earth is actually a badge of honor if we suffer in your name. If we suffer in the purpose of fulfilling your commandment on this earth, if we suffer because we are trying to become better Christians, we're trying to love one another, we're trying to take your love, your infinite love, and share that to others through our actions, then, Lord, our suffering becomes righteous and justified and is something that will bring us eternal peace. So, Lord, help us understand this and help us be content in all situations, whether good or bad. We ask this in your Son's name, Jesus. Amen. This concludes today's reading and interpretation of Philippians chapter 1. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.